Welcome to the podcast. Um, today I'm doing uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. Um, shocker, it's another a um, uh, financial um, entrepreneurship book that I'm reading. Um, but uh, I'll explain um, how it's how it was different um, uh, than most of the ones that I've read before. Um, so, you know, to put it in simple terms, this book is about how, how companies, like, <laughs> obviously it's in the name, but like, they analyzed, like, me, I think it was like 40 different companies, and they found common uh, themes amongst all of them. Um, and they wanted to kind of describe um what systems, um, what things that they had in common, and that's kind of what I'll what I'll go into now. But um, it's what systems create, what systems allowed these companies to go from good to great, um, because not every company can do that. You know, not every every some you know mo- I would say like most companies that are started, uh, you know, in this country in this world just stay average or fail. Um, you know, it's it's the hard truth that many um, can't make that leap from good to great, uh, and this book definitely tries to explain in detail kind of how to do that. Um, although there are some things that I don't agree with, but we'll get into that later. Um, so the first thing, obviously, it's talking about leadership um, and your. Uh, how to set up a leadership hierarchy, uh, which I thought was very interesting because obviously it's pretty self-explanatory. You know, every company has the employees to the executive, um, but it really broke down kind of like what each category, um, kind of what each category uh, meant. And one of the really, really, really fascinating things that I really took away from this book that really kind of like resonated with me was... um, you know, a lot of times as an entrepreneur, as a business leader, you so often worry about the quality of leadership within yourself. You worry about the quality of leadership within the selected executives and the officials that run your company. But that's the wrong outlook. It's you have to you have to care just as much as about the quality of leadership in yourself, but at the same time, keep that same focus for the quality of leadership in everyone in the entire company. And this is good advice to be a leader, not just in a company, but in a school, you know, even on a sport team. It's it's not just thinking about how can you better yourself, but how can you better um, the organization? How can you uh, care about the quality of work uh, within the community? Because that is what matters. Um, it is the people that you hire at the end of the day. Um, don't want to get too deep into that, but that was something that really resonated with me. Um, but just some quick notes uh, about what um, Jim Collins classifies as um, what he calls a level five, which is the highest level um, of leadership. Um, so these are people that um, you know he describes as uh, you know ambitious. Um, they are, are so driven. Um, and they're they hold a high a very high selective um you know level of passion um 
but also the main thing too is they're accountable um they take uh, responsibility for their actions um and they never put themselves above everyone you know they don't talk down to their employees they talk at the same level as if everyone is equal everyone is the same um and this is a quality that I kind of talked to my seven habits of highly effective people i don't know if you remember but that was a book that i did a while ago but um it was um talking about the quality of being interdependent, which is another really main focus of this book, um, which was the quality of being interdependent. Um, I won't go too much into that, but essentially um, the greatest leaders know how to work with one another, know how to not just be like, oh, like I can handle it, I can do this, or I can come up with the ideas, I don't need anyone. No, the greatest leaders and the greatest companies and the greatest success stories are ones that all involve working interdependently with other people, conversing, um, which is something that was really special. Um, um, one of the things that I didn't agree with was one of the big chapters, you know, it was in the title, you know, it's, it's, um, it's the first who, then what. So here he explains that when creating and finding the people for your company, you want to start with the who and then figure out the what. You know, he explains how figuring out what types of people you want and who you have is more important than figuring out what direction you're going in. I disagree with that. Um, I don't know. I just feel that... Um, under my logistical thinking, it would be more ideal to um, start with the what and figure out where you're going. Because you can't, you can't find the right people if you don't know where you're going. So how are you supposed to find the right people if you haven't figured out where you're going? So I, I, that, that's something that I, I didn't agree with. Um, uh, a really big thing that I absolutely loved about this was talking about culture within your company. He calls it culture discipline. That's a big thing he touches on. Um, culture discipline is something that really resonated with me because um, to be to have a successful organization, and I and I and I and I love to relate this stuff to real life. Um, you know, to have a successful school, to have a successful company or team or anything like that, you have to create a culture. A culture that people can see, can emotionally feel, and be a part of. Um, culture discipline um, increases productivity. Uh, it, incre- it increases passion. Uh, it increases uh, will. Um, it increases um, the overall um, dynamic uh, of a team organization. Um, you know, it, it's a way to check um, to see if people see the vision. Right? Because a lot of times, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, um, you know, I, I definitely see this sometimes as, as, as someone who's a, a big visionary, as someone who's a creative. Um, a lot of times you get stuck in the world of only you can see your vision. But the thing is, is that's the problem. You will, you will only be, I believe that you will only be successful until you can kind of be able to show people your vision, showcase your vision. Because the minute more than one person can see your vision and work with you, uh, it's just like five times the amount of productivity you could. And if you just kind of like let everyone just follow you, you know, you tell them where to go, right? But like, I think that, you know, 
creating that culture discipline is really important. Um, just a cult. For for me, I kind of saw more of like a culture vibe, like creating an atmosphere, creating a workspace that everyone can enjoy and feel comfortable in. Um, you know, it was um this book was it was decent. Um, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I wouldn't. I definitely put it, I would put it lower on my list of books. Um, just because I think that, um. There wasn't anything special, you know. I know, I know. A lot of these books kind of have the same information. They're all telling you to work hard, this, this, and that. But so far, every book that I've read has always managed to teach me so many different, like new perspectives, new things, new paradigms. You know, switching my my perception. Um, this book didn't really speak to me as 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 I wanted to. Um, it was still an amazing book. Um, it definitely gave me some better insight um, about, you know, how to work um, interdependently. Um, but, you know, overall, I, I, I would still recommend it for sure. I'd, I would rate it more of like a, I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10, but I wouldn't give it a 5 out of 10, you know, 7, 8. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. And uh, thank you.